Alright guys, welcome to another episode of The Flip Side. Today we're doing the flip side of AP Biology. Here we're going to be giving you advice on the course, pros and cons, and maybe whether you should take it or not. I'm here with my teacher, Mrs. Moore, and the rest of my AP Biology class. So um, get ready for some good questions and maybe your questions to be answered. Alright, let's get started. Why don't you introduce yourself, Ms. Moore? Hi, I'm Mrs. Moore. Your biology teacher. You're my biology teacher. <laughs> and we're at the end of the year and we're sort of looking back. Yep. yep and yep. Uh, looking forward for those who haven't taken the class yet. So tell me this. Um, what college did you go to? What was your college like? life like? I've been to two colleges. Uh, University of Virginia where I got a BS in commerce with a concentration in marketing. And then I worked in advertising for about five years before I went back to UVA to pursue what was ultimately my dream job, which was teaching. So I started back at UVA, finished up at Virginia Commonwealth University, getting a biology degree, getting enough chemistry to be certified to teach that, and a master's in teaching. So you just said that you, um, you, know, you had experience in both chemistry and biology. What really brought you to biology? Because I know you're an AP bio teacher and you've been one for a long time. Yes, biology is definitely my passion. That was my major. I just love being outside. I love how biology kind of brings in all of the other sciences, there's a lot of chemistry, um, biochemistry involved in biology, and if you really start, extend your studies of biology, physics, like the physics of fish, swimming, etc. cetera. So, um, and I, I like the topics in biology, animals, plants. Perfect, I mean, I love them too. Um, what's it like teaching this AP level science course? I mean, I won't say specifically this class, I know this class was awesome, but what's it like teaching AP bio? Uh, you know, honestly, I was not, excited about the idea when the job was offered to me because I don't necessarily like people telling me what to teach and I kind of felt like that's what an AP class does but I love teaching AP biology honestly and I've been doing that for over 10 years and the reason is it covers all topics of biology you can bring in whatever you want within reason um, as long as you cover the curriculum that needs to be covered you get typically high-level motivated students that are passionate and and have a good work ethic um, and are fun to teach so I, I really like teaching AP biology. And, yeah you, you just mentioned this um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question are you a fan of the College Board topics for AP bio? Honestly they've changed over the years when I first started teaching the class there was anatomy and physiology mm -hmm. in the curriculum and animals and plants and kind of a walk through the kingdoms of life and they've removed those topics from the curriculum I'm not a fan of that so the, over the years specifically the last couple years the curriculum has gotten very cellular and molecular, and that is a reflection of the where the research is right now with CRISPR, gene editing. Um, there is a focus on molecular and cellular biology. And of course, we can bring in animals and plants as examples and anatomy and physiology as examples of cellular processes, but I do miss those topics in the curriculum. So um, I'm not a huge fan of the current topics in the curriculum, but there is flexibility to bring in what they've cut out. I will say that what she's saying is completely accurate as someone who took the course this year. You see a lot of cellular and multicellular information and I wasn't expecting that so it was a, a kind of a scare for me but yeah I, I really wish there would have been more animals but if you're looking for like an animal based class I'm not really sure this is the place but like as of now in this time and age. So let's get into the standards for the course. Um, why don't we talk about the difference from standard bio and like the difference from chem in regards to AP bio as a class? 
Uh, difference from standard bio, I would just say the pace that we go is much faster and the level of detail in which we study things is greater. Yeah, I also felt that it was more about like cells because um, I, I took standard bio in ninth grade and did rather well. It, it's the fact that it was a big jump from now you're looking at cellular processes, um, enzymes, uh, transport chains. You're, you're, not, you're not really seeing much of that in standard bio. You're looking at, oh, the kingdom phylum in class. So, I mean, it's a, it's a big difference in my opinion. Um, in regards to chem, I did take honors chem last year, and honors chem, I felt like, was not extremely difficult, but, like, I didn't take AP chem, so I, I can't compare AP chem and um, AP bio. Well, why don't you tell me how we can do that, maybe? Well, you're focusing on, obviously, <clears throat> changes matter undergoes in chemistry, so chemical reactions, uh, it's more mathy. Right? Yep. So we all know chemistry and physics are more math-based classes. Uh, AP Biology does have some math in it, uh, but it's, you know, we're not dealing with abstract units typically like moles <laughs> uh, that you deal with in, in grams that maybe American students aren't as familiar with. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's some simple math like how to calculate a percentage or a rate. We definitely focus on graphing, being able to graph you know, changes over time, et cetera. Um, and, and experimental, you know, we do a lot of labs. We do do a lot in of AP labs. Biology. I completely agree. Um, in regards to like grading at, you know, our school, what is the lab test quiz and homework breakdown, like roughly? Sure. So because this is a college level class, we treat the grading as such. And so there's a higher emphasis on your tests being about 40% of your average, your labs being typically about 25% of your average, and quizzes and tests are gonna be anywhere from 10 to 15% of the average, depending on the semester. It does change a little bit from first to second semester, because we don't have an exam second semester. Um, so the quizzes become a little bit more prominent in the grade book, but labs and tests are predominantly. And, and we do, here in Ms. Moore's class, we do do a lot of labs that are both interesting and like mind-boggling rather than you know the boring stuff, so. If you like labs, this is the place for you. Um, in regards to, from being a teacher, from the teacher's perspective, how can one be successful in this class? That is the million dollar question at the beginning of every year, usually after the first test, people are like, how can I be successful in this class? Um, sometimes that first test is a wake up call. And so the advice that I try to give repeatedly is, first of all, we have a ton of resources available for your studying pleasure. Right, we have PowerPoints, we have the book figures, which I'm a huge fan of. There's um, the college board provides resources such as daily video, topic videos, unit progress checks that you, we typically work through before a test. Uh, there's um, review videos by famous you know, people such as Mr. Anderson or the Amoeba Sisters. Some people like to watch those. Oh. I urge people to handwrite study guides. I urge them to overstudy for their quizzes so that they're better prepared for the tests, uh, things of that nature. Well, there you have it. That's the cheat code. Um, so out of all the units you teach, which are all eight of them, um, what unit is the hardest for students to understand or maybe most difficult to teach to the class? Well, I would say unit three is very challenging just because it packs a lot of information into one unit, and that would be enzymes, cell respiration, and photosynthesis. And typically, students are familiar with those topics on a cursory level from ninth grade biology, but the details that in which that we go into for cell respiration and photosynthesis can be 
challenging. And the processes are similar, so it's easy to kind of mix the two up. Yeah, I mean, personally, <clears throat> I totally agree because I was not a big fan of Unit 3. I thought it was difficult and very cellular, but, you know, that's just me. Um, so what is your favorite topic to teach? Let's end maybe the teacher section okay. on what's your favorite. Yeah, I would say I love, just because one of my other classes is very <laughs> detailed into this too is is the unit six dna um how dna works and and just going into that feeding into the biotechnology and all the things that we're able to do with genetic manipulation um but i enjoy that and and i would say i like evolution as well just looking at as darwin said endless forms most beautiful because seeing how things have um adapted to their environment over time is important pretty fascinating Okay, awesome. Um, let's let's move into like the student part. So now you're gonna hear from students in the AP Bio class and what they feel on certain topics. Um, so the first question is, what science interests should a prospective student have when choosing AP Bio? Anyone? Anyone is good. All right, two people. Oh. Just introduce yourself and answer the question. Oh, okay. Hi, um, I'm Michelle. Um, yeah, I took AP Bio this year, obviously. Um, could you repeat the question? Yeah, I can. Uh, what science interest should a prospective student have when choosing AP Bio? Um, <clears throat> I think just like a general um, interest in like what you guys, or what people talked about in like regular biology. Like, I think I definitely enjoyed regular biology more than I did chemistry. And I think that the like interest in the the living components of life instead of just like the the math part of it was what really drew me to bio instead of chem um so i think that's pretty important when choosing to take bio great thank you um i'm caroline i'd have to agree with michelle on this one because likewise um i almost took ap chem this year but i decided to take ap bio because i think it's fascinating to learn about why things work and and you know not finally from an engineering perspective of how things that we are man-made work but more so like things that we see in nature and things we don't question every day and how ourselves work and function on a daily basis is cool all right let me switch up the question now how much level of weekly outside of school work is necessary to be successful in the class um i definitely think this is a it's not incredibly like intense but there's definitely a lot of work that you need to put into it especially for studying um I think that reviewing things every night, like Miss Moore has encouraged us highly to do, um, is very helpful. Um, so it's not like you have to like cram for an assessment or anything. It's more like if you generally understand the concepts and like know the processes that are taught to you in class and like are regularly reviewing, you should be fine. Um, and like outside of class, like there's not a ton of homework. There's not a ton of outside work that needs to be done, like like lab reports or anything. Um, so I'd say a fair amount of work, but nothing too intense. Okay, my name is Rachel, and I agree, too. I think it is very much you get out what you put in. And I think that for every single quiz I wrote, I did write a study guide for every single one of them. And then for the tests, I had all the study guides that I used for the quizzes, so I used that. And as for, like, the nightly stuff, it would kind of depend on the unit, but I remember, like, for photosynthesis and cell respiration, I drew those diagrams maybe like five times each in total, like starting out using one in front of me and then seeing if I could do it by myself. So it's kind of like being aware of where you are and learning how to assess what you need to do from that. And I mean, I completely agree. This class does require, uh, 
a high level of work, so if you have a good work ethic, it will definitely help you. Um, next question is, what is your favorite topic that we studied this year? For me, and I feel like a lot of people will agree with on this one, I found a lot of the labs and um, research we did regarding genetics to be very fascinating. And as far as like using gel electrophoresis, is that how you pronounce it? Yes, good job. All right. I didn't fumble that one. Um, that lab was super interesting, and obviously that's unique to every school or every like program, but I would highly recommend you encouraging your AP Bio teacher to check into that school. And if you're taking a class here, um, ask about the lab, because I'm sure you're going to redo it again. Oh, yeah, we always do that one, for sure. Okay. Um, why don't you guys stand around here, because the next section is student and teacher-based. Um, so let's kind of go over the College Board's topic list here. We have... You know, Unit 1, Chemistry of Life, which, why don't, Miss Moore, you tell us how you kind of format it in regards to, like, the class? I know you put, like, Unit 1 at a different time. Um, well, actually, I, I add in a Unit 0, if okay. you may remember, just yes. because That's what it was. experimental yes. design is so key and, and is throughout the, throughout the course. They expect you to be able to read experiments in all of the different subject areas and interpret the data, make a graph maybe make calculations of rate from the graph. Um, and so we start off with experimental design, things like independent variable, dependent variable controls, constants. I do a little bit of uh, descriptive statistics, as they're called, mm -hmm. standard deviation, standard error of the mean. Um, and then we move into the chemistry of life, which is probably familiar to most students. Water chemistry, the, you know, the, the four classes of molecules, yep. lipids, proteins. Bio, biomolecules. Et cetera. Yeah. So after that, we really move into cell structure and function, which is a pretty hefty amount of the exam weight between 10 and 13%. Cellular energetics, as we've talked about before, unit three, very difficult and also weighted very high <laughs> uh, at you know a high of 16% on cell exams. Then unit four, we got cell communication and cell cycle. You know, it is what it is. Uh, unit 5, Heredity, we have some people who love it here, and we have some people who don't like pun squares. Um, then we got Unit 6, Gene Expression and Regulation, also good, <laughs> you know, entertaining, and then, it, and then it usually gets better towards, like, the higher units, in my opinion. Yeah, like, agree. Unit 7 was Natural Selection, you know, way better than Unit 3. Um, and Unit 8 was <laughs> unit Ecology, again, yeah. way better than Unit 3. Who doesn't, who doesn't <laughs> love a food chain? Who doesn't love a food chain? Yeah. Um, so let's get more into personal about like our class here at the school. Um, for the students, what unit do you felt like was taught the most or should have been taught more in the class this year? I think we went through all of them pretty well. Yeah, like pretty equally, but I yeah. think it felt like the cellular ones were like taught like more. She's talking about unit three. Like two, three, and four, I feel like we went really in depth just because like there's a lot of information mm -hmm. that goes into those, so it's like like a bunch of different processes and then like the stuff within the processes so it feels longer than I think it really is but yeah because because seven and eight like natural selection and ecology they go pretty quick because like a lot of it's very um like common sense like oh this means this regards regarding animals like it's it's not not too crazy with like memorization or anything but the other the cellular ones are what you really need to memorize stuff for yeah and I think as for like cell energetics and cell communication those two are ones that can appear in different units mm -hmm. in different ways too as like in contrast from like ecology and natural selection they're kind of like in their own realm but if you know three and four 
I think that that's very helpful for all the other ones, especially with, like, FRQs. Yeah, because they, like, combine some of the units together. Uh-huh. So they'll, like, ask a question from, like, cellular energetics and, like, combine it with something about, like, gene expression or something. So, like, you kind of have to know and, like, process the information instead of just, like, knowing something, you know, off the paper. Right. I think for Unit <clears throat> 6, too, definitely. Yeah. The yeah. Unit 6 and Unit 3 were my favorite energetics and cell wow. or gene expression. I think it's because they're, like very puzzle-like almost, and mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. If you like puzzles, take AP Bio. Um, <laughs> so why don't you all, anyone can answer this really, um, you think any of these topics are easily familiar to chem or even biochem students? Huh. Chemistry huh. of life. Chemistry yeah. of life. Yeah. A lot of it's like what makes up uh, an organism or like, I don't know, what's the like, lipids proteins and it's like yeah macromolecules and stuff like stuff like that it's like familiar and like i recognized it but it's a lot of like new stuff with like the applications of it i I think there may be like a few little components of chemistry and all of them with like in regards to like how molecules interact and stuff like knowing that but yeah the whole like dissolves like yeah um hydrophobic hydrophilic Mm -hmm. polar Mm -hmm. (coughs) non-polar whether ions can flow one way or another across the membrane. <clears throat> Good. So Truth. we went through, we, we already really talked about which was the hardest, and maybe for me it was just Unit 3, but I felt Unit 3 was the hardest, and I think a lot of people in general feel like Unit 3 is the most difficult, and honestly the biggest unit in regards to like exam weight and what you do in class with it. Um, let, let's talk about College Board, because I know we, we all talk, took the AP exam this year, and a lot of us weren't a fan of the FRQ. We won't go into it because we don't want to get, you know. No, they're released. We can talk about FRQs. Oh, we can? Yeah. But I don't want to because it gives us <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> um, so, uh, honestly, for College Board, they do offer you, like, a lot of resources to help you, like, become better and, you know, do better in the class. They're just really boring. Um, <laughs> College Board videos are just not where it's at. The, the videos that were given by our teacher and that are, like, you know, on YouTube who felt felt like they were more helpful. Mr. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, Mr. Anderson. Crash Course Biology. Crash, a lot of love them. And, and Amoeba, um, sisters. Amoeba, Amoeba Sisters. sisters. <laughs> Even though sometimes that's looked upon as childish. I felt it <laughs> really. Cares? It's entertaining. It really helped. Um, yeah, so those were the resources I'd recommend that you use to be completely successful. And if you want to do College Board, you know, you can. But you yeah. bore yourself. It's just not uh-huh. very engaging. <clears throat> it's not. I mean, it, I fell asleep twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being completely honest with you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've fallen asleep to those videos as well, even as the teacher. Uh, but I would say the one advantage is they usually give you a little practice, multiple yeah. choice at yeah, the that end. Yeah, that's true. Even that if you want to fast forward through the video, you could at least get some practice mm-hmm. on the multiple choice and the free response. So my, my real strat was watch the videos on YouTube and then do, like, the unit progress check. Yes. So like you get a you get you know the best of both worlds. Okay, <laughs> so um, let's let's really end it here um, with what advice would you give any prospective AP Bio students, either at the school or you know in general in life. In my opinion, I think that the best thing you can do in class is just like be like present and engaged. I think yeah. that's the most helpful thing because it is a lot of information, but it it is interesting and you if you're like present and you know what's going on I think that that's the most helpful thing because learning it by yourself is a little bit different yeah it's definitely easy to like zone out and be like you know just like 
you're like, oh, I know this, this is common sense, but then you look at it and you're like, oh, <laughs> I have no idea what this means. Right. So like, it's a combination of like participating and like being actively engaged like in class and then also putting in your own work outside. Um, so like making sure you understand the concepts, because I know some things came more easily to me than others, like the heredity and like the, the Mendelian stuff was kind of like, I don't want to say it's common sense, but like it's, for me it was easier to understand, but then some of the other like processes and like, oh, this macromolecule makes up this, like mm -hmm. it's more of like you have to really understand and like apply it to things right. I think that's, than like memorization. Yeah. I think that's why labs are so fun. Yeah. Because you, you're learning, but at the same time it's fun. Like mm -hmm. you, it's something, it's like an activity. You probably remember yeah. it more mm -hmm. because it's hands-on yeah. and yeah. you're applying what you've learned, hopefully. Also, those um, like hands-on things really like, because sometimes Miss Moore would hand out like cutouts of things and we'd cut them out and tape them together. And while it seemed like kind of silly and like, oh, we're doing a little art project, it was actually really helpful for like, like a visual learner. Like, I don't know if I'm a visual learner myself, but like, I was like, oh, I remember this because the water molecule went here and it was to the left or whatever. So like stuff like that. Right, the advanced <laughs> kindergarten yeah. paper molecules. If you're yes. not just looking at it on a piece of paper and like you're actually like understanding what's going on, I feel like that's really helpful too. I mean, I, I completely agree. What I would say is uh, don't go in over your head. Make sure you really want to take the class and you're you're ready for what's what's going to be hit at you. Um, Miss Moore, you got anything for the viewers? No, I agree with them. You know, I like their advice of being present because we do hand out the PowerPoint notes. We don't have time to actually take notes ourselves. And so, you know, that try to be an active, you know, that's why I don't want y'all to have your phones or your laptops out. I just want you to try to, you know, maybe add a little thing in the margin if, if it's not, if it's something you don't understand or highlight something if you have a question about it and trying to be, trying not to zone out, which sometimes is hard. Um, but yeah, being present and just keeping up with the work, you know, not just like in any class, you don't want to, you want to start off strong and not dig yourself into a hole in the beginning that you're trying to dig out of later in the semester. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I hope that gives everyone a good idea of what the AP Bio course is like from, you know, students and a teacher. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for you all. Catch you on the flip side. Comment your favorite um, AP Bio resources. Thank you.